And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 114 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, everybody. Hey. We are all off our rockers this week. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to ask anybody how this week's been. Yeah, do not do that. Because I know once again. <laughs> hey, you at home, how's your week? Hope it's been good. If not, it's okay. Take care of yourself. Just sit back and listen to the dulcet jazzy tones of us using our bedroom voices that's right escape escape this week into comics <laughs> yes i don't know brian just creeped me out i think i'm done <laughs> yeah the idea of escapism through comics was great this week until literally every other book was about mental health yeah. well. <laughs> i'm not crazy i'm not oh damn it comics thanks yeah. <laughs> and rejecting actual reality for alternate realities that make you feel better about yourself it's like god damn it comics <laughs> Sounds about right. It was, it was good though. Sounds yeah. about right. I think I needed that slap in the face from every creator. I'm not ready for it yet this week. Next week, <laughs> I'm maybe. That joke. Go, Jim. <laughs> I needed it. Did you though? <laughs> no. Just like the Philly Fanatics hot dog cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. In the face. So yeah, yeah. So good. It was, that was... practically Stinsonian. <laughs> uh, uh, a big old hot dog to the face, right? Yes. <laughs> can't believe that's an actual thing that actually happened in the world. Yes, I can. Fuck yeah. it. What am I talking about? I mean, we might be point oh 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 one percent away from being the darkest timeline. Yeah. But the Philly fanatic has saved us from it, being. Yes, it exactly brightened that. everyone except for her world. <laughs> yes. For at least a week. One day she's going to look back and laugh and brighten her world. Too. I hope so. <laughs> How? I'm sorry. I cannot imagine being shot in the face with a hot dog and not laughing at that. No, I can imagine some people who would not laugh at that. But I would die and hope that somebody got it on camera. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I hope it. And if it is one of those people, that probably makes it twice as funny. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for being an asshole. Mm -hmm. Good. Good, yeah. good. So comics. Yeah, yeah comics. comics. We, we had those this week. Yeah. We did. And we're few. back to our normal recording setup. Oh, and thank goodness. Jen is not relegated <laughs> oh, to word. laugh track, which was just the most awkward experience of my life. It is really terrifying to know that you can take me out of the podcast now completely and just fill me in with shit that I've already said. Well, to be fair, it was only ever a couple of words at a time, and it was always clumsy when I did it. I just wanted to be able to not cut another 20 minutes out of the show. There were a couple times where I was like, I can't tell if I said that thing or not. <laughs> so you did a good job. There was some very clever editing. Yeah, on my part. you that did is a good job. Thank you. It, it, good, because you spent a long yes, time working on it, I know. 
Yeah. I did. And you guys both saw what the final like layout of all the cuts mm-hmm. in that episode looked yeah. like. Damn. Woof. Um, and we're sorry about that, but sometimes technology is technology <laughs> and just chokes on a giant hot, hot dog, dog that was shot at the <laughs> <police. laughs> I nice. knew that was coming. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, so if anybody's wondering at home, I did have opinions on books from the other week. Yes. Um, and I will tell you them if you ask me. Sorry. And you said it was okay that I edited yes. you as oh, best yeah, I yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did that. I, I okayed that thing. Yeah. Yeah, because the alternative was not. No. <laughs> no. The alternative was Brian and me completely cutting Jin out. And What do you think, Jin? Cricket, cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. The occasional sound of laughter because ninety percent of what was salvageable was just you laughing at one of us. <laughs> like that, you're both just dorks. like that. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me, don't get it twisted. It is usually laughing at us and not with us. Yeah. Oh, oh, we know, we are yeah. well aware of yeah. this. <laughs> All right, multiple man, multiple dot man Speaking. does whatever a multiple can. Speaking of total dorks and things that I would laugh at if it were in the room. Yeah. I dug the hell out of this. I There's a couple of things that I really liked about this. I liked the playing. Like, so, you know, there's always the whole, especially with Marvel, there's the whole clone thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do. There's the whole time travel thing. There's the whole alternate Earth this thing. This is all whole, of this it. This is like all of that just <laughs> thrown into a blender and hit, hit puree right there, yeah. man. Except. Except. It's funny and not dark. Oh, which yeah, is yeah, why yeah. I like it so much. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Madrix, who is dead, turns up alive, which is not too hard because well, he multiplies himself. Mm-hmm. But which one of <laughs> But Jamie Prime is well, dead. Jamie Prime is dead. Yes. But one, one of the Jamies mm-hmm. is still alive and has been trying to find a way to stabilize the multiples. Mm-hmm. And was he had it was a mixed success. It yeah, sort of worked, enough. and Beast made it work a little better. Right, and then more Jamie's start. Sh- another Jamie starts showing up from the future, slightly in the future, maybe a little more in the future. Yeah, we we're not, really we're not sure exactly how far. Yeah, you know, like, uh, more than twenty minutes. But yeah, yes, <laughs> clearly because <Yeah. laughs> because uh, then his friends show up. Yeah, <laughs> so then he absorbs himself. And more time travelers show up, led by a version of Cable who has a uh, 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 warlock arm. A warlock arm, which any any time warlock oh, appears, God. I'm the happiest. Yeah. yeah. Warlock is one of my favorite mutants. <laughs> yes. So it, it is. It is like I don't like five or six different yeah. amalgamished characters. There's a Deadpool Wolverine. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's all these future Jamie Madrix that are like four or five heroes slash villains combined. Oh, yeah. smooshed. Yeah. There's a Hulk Madrix. There's a Sorcerer Supreme Madrix. Yes. Well, like a Captain America Sorcerer yeah. Supreme Madrix. Wasn't he like Captain America Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme Bishop Madrix? Yes. yes. Was he Bishop or was he Cloak? I thought he was Bishop. I thought it was Bishop because he had, I had, the, he had I the eye. Think. Thing. Madrix also had the eye thing, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. The prime thing. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's true. But yeah. he had the, like, he could summon people out of his cloak, so I assumed that was... Although that is yeah. a pretty Doctor Strange thing, too. Yeah. Multiple oh, yeah, characters it could be cloaked. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Lots of smoosh. Yes. 
Yeah, like super clearly he was he became like versions of himself became these characters became these heroes or you know whatever and Probably. then he reabsorbed some of them reabsorbed into and so yeah, it ends yeah, yeah. amalgamated yeah oh man what if he absorbs all those right exactly gross yeah. <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> and and yeah and this is the second time we get to see him this week because mm-hmm. he's also in old man hawkeye oh I haven't yeah. I haven't been reading it. I'm going to do it in ah, Yeah, you definitely yeah. we'll talk about it. But yeah, you should do that. Yeah. No, this is fun and it it I like that uh Rosenberg kind of used what he's doing in in New Mutants to just sort of set this up. He let that mm-hmm. team introduce them and roll them out. And he used Beast who's going to show up in his astonishing X-Men run. Yeah. Like it's all it's all connected a little bit and I always yeah. appreciate that. Uh but it was just fun. I dug it a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I, he's so annoying, and I love it. Like, but just the way he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I loved watching Beast get annoyed because that doesn't seem like it's a thing that happens a lot because he's so chill. Yeah, and then he's like, "No, you're annoying. Why are you being annoying? Fuck off." <laughs> Jamie Madrix and Beast as Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 306. Yeah. They're back from Indeed. the future. Yeah. Or the past. They're back to the future. That's yeah, how that They works. are back to the future. Yeah. Yeah. This huh. was gonna, this Wait, was... no, they're back to the present. What? Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. Well, in Back to the Future, it really was the present, but relative to where they were, which was the past, they were trying to get back to the future right. of the past, which is the present. Yep. Good. <laughs> the only person who ever goes back to the future is Doc Brown because he was there and he comes back and he goes back again. Right. And then he goes back oh. to the future. Right. Oh. See how that works? Marty goes to the future, but he never goes he back. He never goes back. Yeah. I right. guess technically the long way around. Yeah. Does. Well, that's true. Mm. But yeah. we don't know that. But we all do that. <laughs> uh, we all do that. I need a new Back to the Future movie. I just need it. Oh, I'm so mixed. Like I love it as it is. If if they do it, it needs to not involve the character, any of the characters from the what? other movie. Like maybe Doc Brown, but that would be about no, it. No, come on. No, because uh, like maybe they're kids or something. I don't know. But there's no iteration of riffing on it that yeah. inherently I have to see. I'm okay with letting it breathe. The worst possible scenario is we get ourselves back to the future of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Now I'm terrified. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. This is why you don't, decades later, add on to a trilogy. Right. They left it so open. It can happen. That's the beauty of it. I love a good open-ending cliffhanger type deal. <sighs> it's infinite possibility. It's incredibly optimistic. Fine. <laughs> As opposed to... But it would be so fun to see Michael J. Fox now going back and seeing him little, his little self, his cute self from back then. It would be so cute. It would. His little 80s self. It would. <laughs> and his life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. pretty much. All right, what, 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 is, what is not helpful? Right. Keep moving. Peter Parker, the spectacular. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, I, it, it, had this been had this been an art, is it still good? I think I think it was my my one word thing was going to be uh, uh, 
the issue where Peter would have been better off taking the red pill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. I don't know. That has some social implications nowadays on the internet. That... Eh, fair enough. But yeah. Yeah. Better than, better than the, probably the white pill he took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. I'm terrified for Peter. I know it's going to turn out okay. Yeah. I'm terrified. The chip books are supposed to be the funny books. I know. And they keep making me feel things. I know. <laughs> and Can I love him feelings? for it. <laughs> but I feel enough things. I do too. I want laughter. Damn it, Chip. We rely on you to take our minds off of. Look, I know you're in Canada and things are great. But we really need your Canadian escapism, please, sir. That's right. Maybe we could just escape to Canada. Maybe we could. Eh, oh, wait. I'm not, I, I'm not ever going to do it, so I'm not going to talk I about it. Close on a house in two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> but yay. But yay. <laughs> yeah. But also, oh, no. But, but Teresa's still the best. Still Teresa's the best. Very good. Such the best. I'm so glad that she's actually his sister. Me yes. too. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Not for I did this one. I did have I did have a big old oh shit! They're not going to do that moment though. When Peter is like something happens and Peter is able to basically perfectly recall everything from his past. Peter becomes the intersect. Yes, of. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and like one of the first things it shows, and it's at like the bottom of a page, so it's before you turn the page and kind of see the rest of. But is a very prominent picture of Mary Jane, and I'm like, oh shit, this is not going to be what they do to to make him have feelings for Mary Jane and do that whole thing again, are they? <laughs> what that was immediately my first thought too? Was it? Is this how they do it? Oh my god! Like my he, reali- he realizes, oh my god, I do still love her. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> my first thought things. was. Gwen was better. Also, why is there a random panel of Mary Jane? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So you but, turn you turn the page and you yeah, do see Gwen and you do see some other things yeah. that make you think, okay, he is just remembering right. important parts of his life. But it was a but big... It, yeah, it, it, it definitely made my he- brain space go there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I even had to like flip back a few times and go, oh, oh, what? Also, I, will, I will say. Also, was she on a bed? <laughs> I think she was I, on a bed. Yeah, she probably was. I mean, that's how I would remember if I had been married to her. But, you know, come on, let's be real. But um, if they ever decide to do that, like, that would have been a cool way to do it. Yeah, though, right? it would have been. Yeah. But it's not like Peter doesn't remember. Or he doesn't remember. I understand. He didn't but... marry her. He remembers everything else. Right. Right. It's yeah. not all simultaneously. So, like, that would be a cool thing. to, But, like, like having perfect memory would be a good way to go. And having perfect memory, I, it makes me realize how much I feel this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be a cool way to yeah, do it. Yeah, but then all he I'm would saying. just really need to talk to Wally West about all this shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's the crossover. That's how it starts. Yeah. Because the Flash has to be involved. We already know that. <laughs> he took it from me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Jin's conspiracy quarter. And let's and let's be honest, from the Marvel side, Spider Man Peter Parker is the most likely to cause some sort of multiversal yeah. happen. Oh yeah. Yes. I feel like the X Men are more likely to do that. Mm, they're more likely to fuck it up as it's happening. <laughs> yeah, right, yes, yes. Just by their presence. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Peter shows up and things just go to shit. <laughs> 
the all Parker luck. No, no, wrong Peter. Sorry, oh. but yes. <laughs> no, no. Will? No. Are we on? Are we on Infinity War again? When, no. When Hang Peter on. when Peter Parker shows up, people just start dying. It's true. Yeah. I've I've joked for years mm. now that Peter Parker's real superpower is that the people he loves stay dead. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. Ice cold. <laughs> Just like Ben and Gwen's corpse. Oh, oh my God. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. To be fair, they're like 67 degrees. They're in the ground. They're not actually ice cold. They're no. a little more than twice ice. <laughs> so, Spider Man. So yeah. yeah. Anything else on this one? I don't know. I loved it, though. Chip is doing a great job. Yes. So good. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Um, it's a shame Peter's going to die. There will never be any more Spider Man ever. Ever. Again. Never well, again. We find yeah. that out. Yeah. The, the Century number one. Oh. This was not what I expected, but was pretty darn cool. Yeah, 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 it was good. It was good. Yeah, I didn't expect it at all either. Like but... the whole the whole setup premise of this is is kind of funky cool. Yeah. So if you know anything about the history of the century, right? There's this whole thing that he kind of had to give up being century at all because every time he was century, the void also manifested. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, which was basically, you know, the the evil counterpart, being all powerful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Would you say he's annoyed with the void? <laughs> he's probably a little more than annoyed, a but he after, does try to avoid the he, void after he was the domino spokesman. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good lord, we're awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is supposed to be a snappy, quick one. Come on, guys. So, if you recently in the last three, four months. Uh, Doctor Dr. Strange brought, found him and brought him back and uh, found a way for him to uh, experience being Sentry without causing danger to the world. Basically, Strange created a pocket dimension in yeah. Sentry's brain allowing him to go inside and be Sentry and fight the Void and keep the Void at bay and out of the real world. The only catch is he just can't be Sentry in the real world because then he will summon the Void to the real world. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, it was, I, I don't know, have either of you watched the most recent season of Black Mirror? No. Nope. There is very, very much an episode of it that it, this made me think of hmm. where this guy has a, he creates a virtual reality world, right? And he can go into that world and obviously has complete control over it. Like, you know, make whatever he wants happen and that kind of thing. And it's super creepy and super bad. Oh, no. But, was this the Star Trek one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah. have seen that. Yeah. But it was super, but it kind of made me think of that. Because when he goes into this pocket dimension, like he can control a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Um, but he can't do any of that outside. And like he, there's people that it's not like he actually literally brought them in, but there's people that don't know that they have representations of themselves in this pocket universe, which I thought was a little bit creepy. Yeah, that is a little creepy. It is a little creepy. Now, like he's not doing the same kinds of things that happen in the Black Mirror episode no. at all. No. But yeah, see, it did remind me of something too. Okay, it reminded me of the Alan Moore Miracle Man. Okay, in that. The way that that run is set up is that it's taking sort of a golden age, silver age history of the character 
and establishing it as a fiction in the mind of the real world Michael Morin, who was the subject of this experiment and is also actually a miracle man, but that all the adventures had happened just in yeah, just in there. And between that and like kind of the parallels between having Scout and some of the other like century family characters. Right. It reminded me of the whole Miracle Man family inside of Michael Morin's okay. head. And that idea of reality and a narrative fiction that shapes reality. Yeah. Yeah. But the the only person who know outside of Doctor Strange who knows about this is his ex He's not the sidekick. only person. There uh, are a few oh. people who know. Okay, like, well maybe so. But cuz uh 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 Misty Knight shows up, and clearly she knows what's going on. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but I, I guess one his only kind of friend, the only yeah. person in the only his, person in his life, in his life. There you go. Yeah. That that knows what's going on is is Bobby, right? Yeah. And yeah. Who was like his Billy. sidekick? Billy. Billy. He's Billy. Bob. I'm sorry, he's yeah. Bob, Billy. right? Yeah. Yeah. Billy. Uh, who is who was his sidekick? Mm-hmm. Right. Scout. Um. And he kind of comes into work. They work together at a fast food or diner, a diner, yeah, essentially. And he tells him the story, the stories of what he did the night before while he was in this pocket reality. Yeah, because yeah. he has to go in every twenty four hours, right? Uh, to to beat back the void, right? Yeah. Um, and something happens at the end. He goes. Back to his apartment, and his means of getting into this world is gone. Dun, see that someone dun, else is dun, in dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I have very clear theories of who it is. But yeah. yeah, I think that's a scapegoat. Do you? I do. So Thor's scapegoat? Uh, tooth Nasher or Tooth Grinder? Uh-huh. Tooth Nasher. Okay. Because yeah. he has two goats. Yeah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you guys dug this? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I did. I I, I like, like I said, I like this whole premise and setup, and clearly they're going to uh, they're gonna, you know, break it pretty quickly here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be a trade for me, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, uh, like yeah. yeah, this is not gonna be like the oh my god, I can't wait, and like the first book I pick up and have to read when it comes out. Yeah. But I just it, it's a good solid it build, is. and I think this this whole. The whole, like you said, as a trade or as a whole arc is going to be really yeah. good. Yeah. I just, I need to be in the right headspace to read this. this Fair is enough. A yeah. Dark book. Uh, yeah. In it some, looks that way. Ways. It looks that way. Uh, Marvel two in one number seven. Uh, wow, we get some answers in this one. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we find out what Rockney's up to, and we do. We find out why they maybe haven't found Reed and Sue. Hmm. Which, yeah. which is, you know, Oakham's razor, right? Mm. <laughs> Gee, why wouldn't you find Reed and Sue? <laughs> mm. We find out that Doom was right all along. <laughs> Isn't he always, though? And that, that probably all bitch. hope lies in Doom, as usual. Indeed. At least in a post-Tickman world. And then he gets to rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you do. Which is maybe that may be Doom's true superpower. Yeah. Is the ability to rub everything in the, in the people's faces. I'm going to say this, though. If Rockney had just been up front about why she wanted right. to. They would have been like, sure, yeah, fine. Totally but like, maybe let's not kidnap somebody, but, but we'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
trust. That's what they say. Trust. Yeah. Whole time, what they're telling Doom. Wow. She's over there trying to kidnap people. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Oh, but it was so <laughs> a little. I mean, it wasn't funny, but it was a little funny that Doom did kill the one person that she's looking for and yeah. could use. <laughs> <laughs> funny in an, in an Aladdin's Morissette kind of way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't it, though? It's yeah. funny in that somebody doesn't know what the word ironic means, but writes a song about it way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of ironic. <laughs> Maybe the irony is that none of it is, in fact, ironic. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But I don't think that was the intention. But the audience of the song knows this, and the speaker doesn't, which makes it dramatic irony. It does. It does. You're right. <laughs> Ta-da! This is my long-standing theory and justification of this song. It's not, but it's not justification because she has to know that that's happening. No, she doesn't. I know, but that's what's uh, the ironic. But it's not part justification. It. But it's not justification. Oh, it just no, makes me crazy. It's not justification. It's irony. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> that being said, I do sing that song every time I hear it. Yeah. You're probably singing it in your head now. Yeah, a little it bit. is ridiculously catchy. Catchy, yeah. yeah. You got to give a props for that because you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, now for the part All of the right, episode yeah. where Alex just sits back and stares into the void for twenty minutes. <laughs> Wicked and Divide, number thirty-seven. <laughs> Bye, Alex. Actually, you know what? This is the absolute perfect issue for you to sit back and stare into the void. Cool. Because <laughs> there are like. 12 pages of the void <laughs> yeah okay i gotta admit when i first started reading it i was like, like this is a fucking cop fuck? out you motherfuckers you what have you bitches. done right yeah oh i'm so mad it, it, you know what was this was even it was even odder for me because um sea otter or uh yeah. no no otter from uh, animal house oh, okay acceptable tim, <laughs> yeah. Matheson. tim matheson yeah acceptable. so um <laughs> Vice President John. I, I I went and picked up my books this week, and I brought them back, and actually brought them into my office at work, and had them. So I had them at my desk, and some people came by and were talking to me, and somebody uh, picked one picked up a book, and it happened to be Wickdiv, and they started flipping <laughs> What's through. What's this book about? And they were, Apparently they were like, nothing. They were like, what is what, what is comic like? Because they're not a comic person, so right. they were like, what I the, don't like, get what it. Do you, what does this mean? What is happening? And I'm like, I'm like, I, I haven't read it yet. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And they kind of showed me the page, and I'm, I don't know. And I was like, you know, maybe it's just probably just supposed to represent. And they like turn the page, and it's again, and they turn the page, and I'm like, oh, I got okay. a bum copy. I'm like, I'm like, shit. Now I got to read this book because <laughs> clearly something's going on. Hello, I know nothing about comics. Please explain to me what happens. In the end game of a Gillen McKelvey book, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I've read all of them up to now, and I don't fucking know. So. Yeah. I have no fucking clue where this is going. Other than what? I mean, there's, there's, you have answers to a lot of questions that have yeah. been put up through that's, this series. That's the, but, that's the fucking but, frustrating part I is know. that it gave you so much, and then it asked. So many more questions. It's almost like it's a comment on the fact that knowledge does not necessarily grant any sort of view into oh what's coming next in the future. God, God damn it, Alex. <laughs> it's not the point. I'm sorry, did I make it hopeless again? <laughs> no, they did. No, they did, yes. Yeah. It's bad, uh, bad, bad things are happening. Um, I don't know what the hell is going to happen I, with Laura. I just don't know. I, I just don't, don't know. And. Especially given her current situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm talking about. And 
I was like, oh shit, well, well now we've lost somebody else. But I'm okay with that one because wait, wait. I turned to hate that person. And then we didn't lose that person. Oh, we lost okay. a different person okay. instead. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about the different person. I think. Because I, I think that's I think what too. happened. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're right. right. Okay. So do we call in spoilers on that one yeah. just so we can talk we, about that? Please. Can we, yeah. Let's right now. Spoilers. If you haven't read this yet, for God's sake, go read it. And it'll be quick because like, you know, a third of the book is just black, black panels. Black, <laughs> nine black panels on a page. Right. Actually, exactly. If I'm not mistaken, 97 of them. Oh, yeah. Prob- right. Probably. Because it's from one. I think it was from one cycle to the yeah. next is was the idea behind it. Yeah. 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 So spoilers. Spoilers. Stephanie Brown. <laughs> Not in this one. Nope. Um, uh, Baphomet dies. Or does he? But no. then he's not. Yeah, he's not. But then he's not. But then he's not because Morgan sacrifices herself yeah. to bring him back? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. <laughs> Which makes me happy because I had turned to hate her oh so hard. Oh my God, hard. right? So hard. Could not fucking stand to see her in an issue anymore. And what anymore. was so horrible about that is like in the first, like the first half of this run. I loved her I so loved much. She was one of my favorites. Her. Yes, exactly. Like, uh, Lucifer? Morgan? Yeah, probably so. Question. Uh-huh. As a person who's like Vic three Sage. behind no, at what? this point. <laughs> did all the Morgans sacrifice all of themselves well, or just yeah, like one of yeah, the because it versions? was Jenny who yeah, it's J- did yes. it. Okay. But then yeah, you see Morgan gone. laying there. Right. Okay. Yes. Um oh yeah, and we get to see her like her what what's oh, what's that her, one's name? I um Eb, Ebda Eb, whatever it is. Yeah. That her conchu form. form. <laughs> yeah, her conchu form. That was terrifying. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. Thank you. No thank you. Yes. That bitch will cray, and also that bitch will cray. And then she is cray. Oh, yeah. She is cray-cray. Yeah, and I feel like that's really the only thing that she could do to redeem herself like, at all. Like at Joker looks at her and goes, damn, that bitch cray. No, I'm fucking with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, God, I, that fight between her and Baphomet, though. Was the best fight in the comic period to date. And it, what it did is each page, it had like three kind of strips of them fighting. And then between them, so like two two strips per page, it had pictures of them like in their human forms before they became gods. Yeah. And like kind of how... It was their story. It was kind of their story, It was right? the beginning and, and the end was, of their story. Awesome yeah. and beautiful Ooh. and yeah, like damn, <sighs> yeah. I was rough. This week was rough. This week was rough. Like this is not a happy comics week. No, uh, but uh, no. I'm telling you right now, if you can't take tension and having to wait, do not pick up this book until it's in trade. Because For real, holy! Sh- I mean, it is a fucking roller coaster right now. Yeah, I was so mad. I just I need the next one. Like right always, now. like always, I'm it, it. It is exactly the opposite of what I said a minute ago. Like every time this book comes out, right now, right now, it is the top of. The, like it has to be read as soon as I can possibly yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah, I read Saga and then this one, and then I go curl up in a ball and cry for three days. And then yeah, then because read whatever life else is you suffering. <laughs> because life is suffering. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, this was a really good one. This was a very, very good one. Yeah. They have been on just a tear. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But we we know it's winding down because we keep losing <laughs> people. We keep losing people. 
And also maybe gaining? Oh, well, that's a, <laughs> that's a whole different... We're not also, spoiling that. We're not spoiling that. Whose oh, is what I want to know. Yeah, who's who's the Yeah. I know who she thinks. I Yeah. But I don't know, because it could have been the other one. Uh-huh. Or, or, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about, okay. <laughs> You'll find out if you read it, or we'll talk about it later. And for God's sakes, do, because, like, go, it, it, go reread all the other ones. Yes. All the trades up till now. Yes. God, this is so good. Yeah, okay. I'm Sorry, done. Alex. We're so, done. Good. so good. Uh... Hey, is it a mistake in my notes, or did we agree that we were going to do Moon Knight, and is it still good? Oh, uh, we're we talking about. I, I, I thought we were it, doing it. In a... I think it's is it still good? Okay, yeah. I thought so yeah. too. I just yeah, yeah. wanted to double check because yeah. uh, it is still good. Yeah. yeah. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> still good. <laughs> spoiler: We're going to talk about Moon Knight, and is it still good? Hey, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, because I did not actually get all my reading done this week, about the Teen Titans special. Oh, holy shit! Okay. This oh, is holy shit. <laughs> Damien got even <laughs> darker. <laughs> you okay, oh my. Too? Yeah, I'm fine. No, like so this is a story this is a story in three parts. Mm-hmm. The first story is uh Damien. Mm-hmm. And then we have um uh is it, I think Kid Flash is next maybe. I think that's right. And then, no, oh, no, no, sec- the second one is Red Arrow. And then Kid Flash is the third one. Hmm. Each one of them is a story about them kind of, I, I want to almost say looking for hope or looking to do the right thing and finding out the world doesn't work that way. Oh, no. And then turning to... um. I don't want to say the worst version because it's not like they're, but like the most extreme versions of mm. like they're done. They're just, they're over and done with having to try to play by the rules. Hey, comics creators. Are you okay? Do we need to talk? Like, and specifically, do Kit- we need something good to happen in the world? Yes. <laughs> Kid Flash in particular is. So he's doing something and Wally shows up and he and Wally have this conversation. Because Wally's in a great place right now. Oh, yeah. And it does say that this is before Flashpoint, which is, you know, there's that. Before Flashpoint? Before Flash Wars. Before Flash War. Okay, I was like, whoa, hold on. Before Flash Wars. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, But he's like, he's like, because Wally's point is... You know, yeah, I, I was your age once and I understood and, and, you know, wanted to didn't comprehend why people were telling me I had to be this way or follow these rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now now that I'm older and have that experience and kind of am have been the flash and the whole thing, I, I understand what they're talking about. So you just have to trust us. In it. And he's like, I don't have a problem with being told that I don't have the experience and that I will learn more as I go. I just right now have a problem with the people that are tell- teaching me that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like I, I, I'm going to call spoilers right here for one specific part, right? Like Robin goes and hunts down somebody who is responsible for something bad that happens. 
and pulls out a gun and shoots him. Oh shit! Like that's how. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm done playing. I'm this is gonna get solved. Yeah. 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 So and surprise, surprise, Emiko's is with her mom. Yeah. Mm. So here are my questions. Yes. Did you enjoy this? I did very, very much. Um, Does this make you want to read the ongoing? Is it absolutely. Nice. I am a little worried. I'm. Here's the thing. I am. I don't like that we have so many of these extreme dark books out right now. Right. I do like lighter, funnier stuff. Yeah. This particular story that I think they're trying to tell, I think it's going to work for it. Cool. I think this is the place where it belongs. Yeah. Good. And it, it belongs is, with the children. It, it it is not going to be a, a, a shiny happy Aww. kids Teen Titan book. Yeah, which is I guess is why John's not going to be part of it. I guess. Yeah. So. Um. I do, however, have to say that um. In reading this and another book both this week, I now know what I want my ultimate team up to be. I want Damien and Finnick Fox to team up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because that would be amazing. <laughs> Batman, prelude to the wedding, Harley versus the Joker, number one. Yeah, more more dark shit. Let's talk about some more dark shit. This one was uh, actually funny. It had lots of funny, happy, bright. I, I like I like punchy bits. The art it. of Harley in this. Oh, yeah. I really like. The art. I really, need. Yeah. I need that Harley Quinn Disney princess dress. I need it. I really enjoyed three quarters of this issue. I, oh. I, I the writing itself, like it 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 did well. It, it was very well written. But I hate this scenario with a fucking passion. Let's see if the thing that I hated in the Latin... Hate it. No, okay. It's not this issue itself, but in general that I am just over Mm -hmm. in the last quarter. Let's see if that's the same thing that frustrated you. Okay. What was it? I am done with stories about Harley and the Joker. Period. The end. In which <laughs> the Joker is still somehow superior no matter what Harley does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The infallibility of the Joker is just pointless. I was completely okay with this right up until a specific page. Mm-hmm. It yeah. prevents any kind of character growth or development. And look, look. I understand that comics in a in a certain way are a a conservative medium that ultimately reverts to a status quo of what is recognizable so that new readers can come on or lapsed readers can jump Sometimes in. Sometimes that status quo can change. Though. And I see value to that in mm-hmm. general. Sometimes it can and should change and this is one of those times. This is yeah. absolutely one of those times. Yeah. I like Harley and I don't hate every use of the Joker, but I'm just tired of them together. And I'm tired of show me the story where Harley wins. I'm down with that. Yeah. I do not want one more story where Harley has an upper hand and then Joker just is like, 
nope, I had my ace up a sleeve 20 steps ahead, and I've just been toying with you the whole time. You're my victim again. Right. Just I'm done with that. Fuck it. I'm done seeing her like that. Yes. Um, and also, I, I don't want to sound like a, the asshole who's like, you know how you could have done this better, but I'm going to do it anyway. So mm. there's that. How much more impactful would it have been if he had gone to Harley with all this shit and she'd been like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Stop being a butthurt pony boy and fuck off because I don't care about your relationship with the bat. I mean, I feel like this is that. And that would have triggered him so hard, too. I feel like that's implicit to this, but it's not explicit. (laughs) But here's the thing. If if he had come to her and done that and she had said, I don't care, you know, fuck off, except, you know, essentially. Mm -hmm. And he had triggered and then kind of, quote, won because of the rage that it triggered. him. I would have been okay. That makes sense to me. I still would have paid. I, here's the deal, I, though. I still don't want it, I but it would have made more sense. Exactly. It wouldn't have taken away her, her agency in that she was still steady. And in this particular instance, he just happened to win because she pissed him off. So not because not because he's always just that way. Right. To me, there's a difference. Like. Not because it's, it's he's in like, her brain right, so exactly. hard it, that a, he knows what she's going to do. If they're on equal footing, sometimes Fuck she would that. win, sometimes he would win, right? And that would be a sometimes that would be one of those where, in that instance, he just won. At least that's how it would come sure. to Sure, but you enable in in, in 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 for that to be possible. Mm-hmm. You have to establish first, as the status quo, that they're on equal footing. You're exactly right. It will take years Years of Harley having the upper hand for that to even look like it's equal. You're right. You know, or at least just once. No, it'll take more. No, no, no. It would be nice to see. I'm saying we haven't even seen it once is my point. And here's, here's the thing we've said before on this show. In general, I think for... This is definitely true for me. I believe Amber has said this before when she's been on here. And I won't speak for either of you since you're here. I'm not really trying to speak for Amber, but I know she said it. The alternate universe stories where Harley is outside of that context because things are different Mm -hmm. are the best Harley stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Harley is a great character if you'll stop making her a victim and taking away her agency. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. I mean, she's... And... I've always liked the Joker as a villain I on his own, don't period. actually always, but... Well, I mean, like, but, throughout my life, yeah. I have liked the Joker as sure. a villain. Yes. But when you introduce Harley, it just really turned me off from him, period. I, I don't even like to see him show up in comics anymore. I'll be honest, this recent version, up not this issue excluded from that, like the Tom King stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has he? I think he's been phenomenal. Yeah, like DC right? Nation number zero. Yeah, and the last two issues of Batman. Right. And War of Drugs. I think King uses yeah. him well. I think yes. Snyder right. used him well. But the trick is neither of them used Harley. Snyder in a couple of spots, but neither of the neither of them yep. used Harley as part of a Joker story. Correct. Yeah. And I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that don't was do more. it. <laughs> that was more negative than we normally get. Well, it was executed yeah. with skill. 
It, yeah. It was a well-written story. Yeah. And there's one thing about We're just this tired issue. of this yeah. bullshit. Yeah. There's one thing about this issue that I really enjoyed, and I wish I would see a whole lot more of in comics. Her Disney princess dress? Mm-hmm. Well, besides, yeah. mm-hmm. the, you mean the chef Disney princess kind of thing? Her chef outfit? Her no, Disney her Disney princess, princess dress. dress. Oh, yeah, the ball yeah, gown. Yeah. If I liked her else, chef outfit too, by the yeah. way. The that bat was, cat yeah. wedding fashion, yeah, completely on point. So great, no joke. The other is at the end of this. It very, very clearly sets up where in the timeline of Batman yeah, this it is. Yeah, like, like, and I, lo- I like that. That needs to happen more. Where they establish, okay, where does this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there yeah. you go. And if you're reading all this in trade, I'll say this. I think the prelude to the wedding stuff has been okay. I've really liked some issues. This Mm -hmm. is the only one that really frustrated me. Right. If you're on a budget, I don't know that you actually have to read any of it. It's not required. if you want a bigger slice, most of it's pretty solid. If you want a bigger slice of wedding cake, then yeah. yeah. (laughs) I still think the best parts of it are the Damien Selena scenes in the first one. I, I would not disagree with you. Okay. The Batgirl stuff was creepy? simultaneously creepy and good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Detective Comics, number 983. What did you think of this one, Brian? Um, This was Batman basically recruiting Black Lightning. Yeah. This is the first issue of Brian Hill's five-issue run on the book. Mm-hmm. That is... Just doing everything it can to tease the introduction of the outsiders. Oh my god, they keep saying th- and they keep using the word and like yeah. molding it and like you so clearly it's going to you What's know the title of the arc? Right. On the outside. On the outside, right. <laughs> Someone is targeting Batman's sidekick type characters. They mm-hmm. target Duke and we see them target Cass. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they make Batman weaker. weaker. They feel like people making him a pop culture icon make him weaker. They make the criminals stop being afraid of right. him. Like the, and like the public isn't afraid of Batman anymore. Yeah. And yeah. So to help Batman, this person is removing people who, either as sidekicks or just as fans, yeah. take away that fear. That's right. Those YouTube things. Yeah, that's going to work out well for them. Yeah. So he recruits Jefferson Pierce. We're not sure actually exactly for what in the context of this issue. Um, although it seems that, and there's something, there's some statement, I think it was in this one, uh, that he's talking to Martian Manhunter. Manhunter. Yeah. About how he has to form this team and it has to be outside of the league. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's recruiting Jefferson because he wants him to lead it. I don't think Batman's going to lead it. Well, we know from solicitations that in the context yeah. of this arc, it's going to be to train people like Duke and Cass as, like, just to give them a different kind of combat training and strategy training and yeah, and that. But also I think Katana's been mentioned in some solicitation texts, so... It may be that they become part of the Outsiders, that it's not exactly the same Outsiders roster we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get some mentions of Markovia in this issue. 
there was, which is like, okay, you know, if you know outsiders, there's a huge geoforce, right? Huge drop right there. Um, and it seems like whoever's targeting Batman does have some connection to Markovia because there's a news report about no one really knows why these tensions are going on or whatever. And you see in his gray text balloon that is his or hers. We don't know right. if it's yeah. a man or a woman, uh, or a non-binary person. Although I imagine this would be a strange place for them to introduce a non-binary outsiders villain villain. Um, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Cool. But yeah, it would be surprising if they did here. Um, uh, 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 they have some kind of knowledge of what's going on. Cause they say, I know. Yeah. So they're, they're tied to whatever is going on there somehow too. Yeah, this is this is super interesting. Yeah, I, like I'm excited to see where where this goes. If you uh, follow Brian Hill on Twitter, you get you'll see three, four times a day at least him replying to people asking if he's working on an Outsiders book that'll spin off of this. It's like <laughs> no comment. I'm Cannot comment on that at this time. I think it was the Hill administration. Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, I hope so because I really dug this. Oh, I did too. I, like I'm, I'm, I, I like. Th- this is very clearly a setup book. Yeah, it's done very well. Yeah. It's not a dry, rote. Dare I say, by the book yeah. setup book. <laughs> and while it feels completely different, it's still, it still has some DNA in common with what Tynan was doing. Oh yeah, before. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Is it still good? Is it still good? Breathless, number three. We learn exactly how much uh, the person who everyone works for is worth and whether or not he's responsible for the carnage in the lab. Oh, no. Batman Beyond, number 21. Everybody in Gotham rallies against the greatest monster, Batman. The Flash, number 49, Brian. Um, hmm. Wally, Barry decides to trust Wally, who shouldn't have trusted someone else. Man of Steel, number five. We... Get our first clear indication of where Lois and John are. Mm-hmm. And Clark realizes how Rogel Czar is going to continue his mission of cleansing the universe of Kryptonians. With a, with a little prompt from Batman. Yeah. Uh, Mara, Queen of Atlantis, number five, Brian. Um, Ocean Master does what Mara wanted him to do for Atlantis, but maybe not in the way she wanted him to do it. Mother Panic, Gotham AD number four, Brian. Fennec Fox is the best. (laughs) Motherland's number six, Brian. Uh, This is, I'm going to break for just a second because this is the last issue of the series, um, which is fantastic. And I'm going to highly recommend uh, in trade when it comes out um 
let's see. Uh, mother-daughter relationships are hard, but maybe they can be redeemed by the mother's replacement. The Terrifics, number five, Brian. Uh, <laughs> uh, the God of the Elements wants a replacement. Saga, number 53, Jin. Uh, every two pages, I was reminded that this fucking story is about loss and sadness and awfulness. Have we mentioned that everything tried to break us down this week? Everything. It was such a sad fucking week for comics. Where's the unstoppable wasp? I know. October cannot come soon enough. Like, I even saved Miss Marvel to be the last thing I read, because the 50th issue total came ah, out this okay. week. Um, and several writers and artists whose stuff I like are on it. Um, I guess this is the Is It Still Good on Miss Marvel. I didn't get to finish it, because I was reading it here before we were ready to go. Uh, but Kamala has a sleepover, and... I got as far as uh, her going off to help uh, 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 Lockjaw chase a teleporting cat <laughs> through space. And it was delightful. Mm -hmm. And I wish I had timed everything out better so I could have finished it because it was absolutely. I regret that I don't read it week to week. This is still G. Willow Wilson writing? Yeah. Nice. The, so this issue, it does that thing that, that like some of the Marvel, like Marvel Point One or whatever type books do where. There's a framing story, and then there are little stories inside it. Mm -hmm. And the little stories are other writers. Like uh, the the Lockjaw story was Saladin Ahmed. Nice. Uh, I think I know there are a couple. I think uh, 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 Rainbow Rowell did one in there too. I know there are one or two other people who did as nice. well. Um, I need I need more fun upbeat books. <laughs> Me too. What the fuck? Uh. Miss Marvel, very good. We don't talk about it ever. I read it in trade, and I love it, and read this book. Nice. Black Panther number two. Uh, fun, if not upbeat, romp through space. Um, Black Panther does his best impression of Luke Skywalker at the end of A New Hope. Oh. This issue is basically the run on the Death Star. Oh, my. All right. Wolverine Mystery and Mad Rapport number two. Kitty realizes that maybe to be effective in uh, uh, Mad Rapport, that's the name of the place that I just said a second ago. <laughs> yes. She'd better play instead of by Wolverine's rules, by Patch's rules. Darkhawk, uh, Infinity Countdown, Darkhawk number three. This book remains like one of the biggest surprises for me because it's A, a character I know nothing about until now, but B, it's like the best, the best version of just a fun, kind of upbeat, but still serious space adventure superhero book. Okay. Uh, as an addendum, the art is beautiful. Moon Knight, number 196. In brightest day, in blackest mm -hmm. moon night. <laughs> nice. You know what else this moon night had? 
Brian's quote of the week. Quote, quote. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Turn it real low. It's time the, for the, Brian's quote of the week. The super quick setup is there is a creature that has been created. Lower Brian. From, oh, sorry. There's a creature <laughs> who's been created by uh, like a merging of four minds. Merging, you yes, say. Yes, and they have absorbed Moon Knight. Sounds sticky. And Moon Knight's trying to figure out. <laughs> I can't no, do this. Do, do it's do like being a tapioca pudding. <laughs> nope, that was uh, Harley versus Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, they're trying to figure out like how they can because Mark Spector has so much experience with dealing with multiple personalities inside of a single yeah. consciousness. Um, they uh, he is they're fighting and trying to understand what could be wrong with this person and uh, this main guy that they're talking to, and uh, he's like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, the core, <gasps> wait you, all this judgment Messiah complex." nonsense wait you're kind of a dick here what i am not yeah you are you're a total dick though <laughs> and then this ghost guy comes flying and says actually he's kind of right you are a dick <laughs> actually you are kind of a dick yeah yes. show me dick on the big board <laughs> Ding! number one. <laughs> oh no sorry that's on deathbed <laughs> You want to talk about books with lots of, of, of sex toys this week, by the way? Breathless. I have not read Sex Grimms yet. I would not put money against Breathless for having more sex toys in it than Sex oh. Grimms this week. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, Old Man Hawkeye, number six. Oh. Um, Clint teams up with Kate. Old Lady Kate Bishop. Old Lady Old Lady old Hawkeye. Lady, old Lady Kate still still got it going on. <laughs> um, Girl, they, keep they, it tight. They team up to fight the army of Venoms. With a little help from their friends. <laughs> Star Wars Dr. Aphra 21. Aphra's about to make her escape when she sees the Jedi ghost of her mother. Thor number two. Uh, Brian. Oh, <laughs> I was me. like, why are you looking at me? I didn't read that one. Thori is a good, good dog. Aww. Thori <laughs> is the Oprah of murder. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. oh no. Why yes. am I not reading this book? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll uh -huh. show you the fan I'm talking about. Okay. That is kudos, sir. That is the perfect tagline right there. <laughs> yes. Story is the Oprah of murder. <laughs> All right. Solicitations. Yay. September 2018. Oh, sure. Let's do this. All right. We're just going to burn through the list. Whoever wants to talk about whatever, talk about it. <laughs> okay. I have so many. Yeah, I know. Heroes in Crisis, number one. Jen, this one's speaking, definitely on yours. This is on mine, too. Speaking of the so many that I have. Yeah, this is the new um, story by Tom King that's yeah. coming out talk, dealing with PTSD and superheroes. Um, and apparently somebody's killing supers. Dun, dun, dun. Well, and the suspects are. Does the solicitation take? Yeah. Text say who yeah, 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 yeah. I can. I can use words. Does the <laughs> solicitation text say who the suspects are? It does. Yeah, Harley and Booster Gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of those is can't more wait. likely than the other. I can't wait to have those Definitely two locked in a room together. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Now. I was gonna say. Whoa! Wait! 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 This I, is the solution to everything. I so want them to have a to end up in a relationship. I never thought about it before, but I totally ship Harley and Booster. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. It would. Ah. Oh. Right? I mean, like, the time traveling Harley is in his every, her type. In every way, He's it's great and awful. Yeah. Yes. Who knows? They might make each other better. Not, not like, not well. I'm not <laughs> no. saying they might make each no. other well. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, 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 no. But they might be good for each other. Is Harley Rip Hunter's mommy? Uh. Oh my god. There's so many possibilities here. Please do this. They would Please be a, do this. They would be adorable. We've said it on this podcast. It's going to happen now. <laughs> do this yeah. thing. All right, I'm going to jump ahead just because speaking of Tom King. Yes. Cover which is a new book that is apparently about Tom King's life. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I think it's called Cover. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I saw okay. that in solicitations, yes. Okay. I think it's called Cover Number One. Yeah, it's uh, it's about the fact that somebody realizes that comic book writers, because they travel all over the world to conventions, would be a great cover for a CIA agent. Mm, imagine that. <laughs> Which is great, because he actually talked about it on uh, Late Night with Seth Meyer. Did he really? Yeah. 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 About nice. how it was just great because nobody suspected him because he was a dorky comics dude. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is yeah. fantastic. I assume that like uh, Sheriff of Babylon, the CIA will be clearing clearing every script for this book too. <laughs> yes. Probably. And going, yeah. Tom, what did you tell Bendis exactly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is not by Tom King, by the way. This is by Bendis. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was the confusing part for me. I was like, "Hold on," <laughs> which so I can't tell if it's Bendis like was inspired by Tom King's life. I can't tell if he was just inspired by it and it's like his own thing, or if it's just a total riff on, <laughs> right? Yeah, who knows? Either way, it's got it sounds brilliant. Well, so Tom King and his handlers know that's who. Knows. <laughs> yeah, you yes. know, you're right. Yes, if the main character's name right. is Tom Kring. We'll know. <laughs> Tim Kring. Tom Kring. Wait. Wait. The showrunner from Heroes? Oh, shit, wait. Never Tim mind. Green, nice. <laughs> now we know too much. Oh, God. They're this is why Bendis was in the hospital. <gasps> the CIA was trying to... Oh, they're knocking on the door. <laughs> Damn it, Brian. You know what that does. Every time. You know what that does. And you still did it. It's okay, Brian's just an asshole. It, it might totally have been worth it, though. Stand down, boys. Go to bed. The dog, they're bringing in the dogs for us now. <laughs> Go to oh, bed. Oh, no, they're licking us to death. <laughs> next. What's the next one? Uh, I think secondhand, uh, uh, Devin, what's the thing Lions? you get from cat poop? Oh, uh, uh, toxoplasmosis. Yes. Thank you. Secondhand toxoplasmosis delivered orally by Rusty. Hey, that's a good, uh, that's a good Rock segue. No, it's a good segue into oh. another book that I'm really fucking excited about. What's that? Maneaters. Is that, did uh, anybody see that? Is that, the, is that the biography of, uh, Hall and Oates? No. <laughs> okay. It's the one that has a glitter cover. Which I'm getting. 
which um, is the most gin thing ever. This entire from the book. creative team of Mockingbird, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, this entire book, I'm just like, oh yeah, they wrote this for me. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's women in a with a really fucked up strain of toxoplasmosis. They turn into these big cat people and start eating men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, and it's down to a 12-year-old girl to save everyone, apparently. <laughs> That's beautiful. I am so excited for this book. <laughs> and it's good, good glitter cover. Very good. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I totally skipped around on your list, no, but that was good. too good. Sorry. I had to yeah. use it. Um, I was making sure everyone wasn't kicking one of your dogs just now. <laughs> Border Town, number one. Yeah. Um... I don't know much about this book, but apparently a, a crack in the border between dimensions happens. And, As seen in No Justice. Yep. And um, all of these Mexican folklore characters start being real, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it happens in this little town in Arizona. And they all start blaming god dang illegals. Because of course they do. Of course they do. Of course they do. Um, and people have to stop them. High school kids, specifically. Cool. And it sounds really cool. It's a really cool concept. I'm, I'm excited to see the 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 creatures and stuff. Yeah. That's, I'm all, I've always been really in love with that shit. Yeah, that sounds super awesome. Mm -hmm. Here is one from Aftershock. Moth and Whisper number one. Uh, this is, the setup for this is that there's a pair of thieves, the Moth and the Whisper, who are, uh, I guess husband and wife, uh, because after they go missing, their child, who is gender fluid, takes both of their places. Okay. And is, like, passing as both of them... Uh, uh, doing like corporate espionage and <laughs> stuff like that in this dystopian kind of future. Interesting. Sounds like very interesting. A YA cyberpunk thriller. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you got anything in front of you? Uh, yeah, I got two actually, and they're somewhat related in that they're both uh, new series spinning out of. The same man in the universe that's being set up. Oh, you must be talking about The, the Dreaming, Dreaming and House of Whispers. And House of Whispers, yes. Cool. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the, the Dreaming is, I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. It's yeah. The Dreaming. Hey, how about that? And I'm going to say every now and then there are books that come out with creative teams that I just cannot wait to see what they do together. And this is one of those books. Nice. Yes, Cy Spurrier and Bill Quievely. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other one though, I, I mean, so I'm not going to spend much time on that one cause sure. you, you know exactly what that is. The other is the house of whispers, uh, which is almost sounds like a dreaming take on the house of mystery. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, like, but it happens, a lot more things happen in the actual house. So yeah, like. Yeah, just weird shit happens. Actually, you know what? I think oh, I, I think even... that pretty much sums it up. Weird shit happens. But uh, it, it, you know what? It almost reminds me more of. Hmm. It almost reminds me more of Kid Lobotomy, which you guys are gonna be still. Yeah. Hey, 
No, no, no tipping your hand on that I'm one. Just saying, I'm just saying. Right. Right. Hush, this is a surprise. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> but it reminds me of that. Something. Yeah. Well, there is another new publisher starting up in September. Oh, snap. Uh, and if you listened oh, right. to our interview with right. Mark Russell, you heard a little bit about some of their plans for October mm-hmm. and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but so their set first... sail. <laughs> yes, Ahoy Comics. Ahoy Comics, yes. <laughs> uh, their first two books are called High Heaven and Wrong Earth. Uh, both are written by Tom Payer, and the, the people behind this publisher are like old Vertigo folks. Very cool. Uh, Payer being one of them. Uh, both of them have prose stories as backups written by Grant Morrison. Uh, High Heaven is about a guy who dies and goes to a heaven where everything is terrible and everyone's complaining about how awful it is. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, it's described as a socially awkward science adventure. I'm sorry. Uh, no, socially awkward science adventurers are the characters in it. So, uh, it it just sounds bonkers and off the wall, like totally trippy. Nice. Um, the other one, Wrong Earth, is very much my kind of thing. It is about the same hero, two versions of the same hero from parallel Earths. One who's like this kind of like golden age, like really wholesome version, and one who's like your gritty 90s version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragonfly Man. So he's going to be pretty. And they accidentally get swapped between their Earths. Mm, yeah. So the Golden Age is basically is on this Earth where he's basically stuck as anti-hero. And the anti-hero version is on this Earth where he's like, Golly gee willikers, here's my sidekick <laughs> stinger. <laughs> nice. Um, so those both sound pretty cool. Hey, Jen. I, I was going to say, I've got, a, I got one more for you. One name for you, Alex. Brian Azzarello. You know what? I'm going to let you have this segue. All right. It's on Jen's list, too. Do, so you, guys do you know what it is? It together. Batman Damned? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's on all our lists. Oh, is it? Yeah. Excellent. This Brian is, Azzarello, come on. This is, the, right, first of all, yeah, Brian Azzarello. <laughs> right. That's why, hence yeah. the, the name, right? Um, but... This is the, uh, so I think this is the first, like the premiere of the DC Black Label. Yeah, I think as far as we know, that's, that's, yeah. This, yeah. And this is a, well, I, no, I think so. Well, the White Knight book is getting, its hardcover is getting released as part of that, but this is the first one to come out in single issue. So are yes, they going to make yeah. really good bacon and really good bourbon to go along with this? Black Label? Yeah. They should. Right? Yeah. I mean, I care more about one than the other. I love bacon. I want it all. Oh my god, bacon bourbon. <laughs> no. no. Nope. Not, that's no, sounds no. Why would you ruin good bourbon <laughs> mm-hmm. that way? No, no, fair enough. Um, Maybe bacon is a garnish. But uh um oh, uh, right, uh, Batman damned. <laughs> that, that's what we're Sorry. talking about. Uh this is uh basically Batman is a horror book. Yes. Um so Joker's dead. Mm-hmm. Batman may or may not have done it. Mm-hmm. And John Constantine's going to figure it out. <laughs> sure. But, like, not corny, quippy, happy John Constantine, like like a horror book. I mean, he's still going to be corny well, probably, and quippy. He's but, Constantine. Okay. But 
not shiny happy anything. No. Uh, this is a three issue limited series. Yes, and they're like forty eight page issues, right? Yeah, and they're I think it's every, it may even be every other month if I remember um, I have right. By monthly, yes. By monthly. Yes. So, um, yeah, we. Uh, I'm super, super looking forward to that. Like, I'm. I've always been a big fan of kind of Elseworlds type mm-hmm. stuff, just because I think it's so freeing in yeah. what you're able to do. Yeah, and so when it's done well, it kind of excites me. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting a new writer and maybe artist, too. Uh, I actually caught it because Marguerite Bennett is taking over Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with nice. issue number 31. Very cool. Um, and this is another one I do in trade, if I'm being totally honest. But it's a really fun book and a really great take on Power Rangers. And this starts with the current Shattered Grid. It starts right after the end of the current Shattered Grid event that's going on. And uh, I think brings together a new team. I Yeah, an all-new Power Rangers team, unlike any others. Uh, so that's cool. If you, I might even jump back on it and see how it goes there. It seems like it would be a good place to do that. Um, but... I don't think Bennett can write a bad comic. I don't think she's capable of writing bad comics. Probably not. Um, we're also getting the comics debut of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Did you guys see this one? I didn't see that. Mm-mm. Which publisher is this? Uh, I believe that is from IDW. Oh, see, I get... I just see Transformers, Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, everything, 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 everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's coming out from IDW. Got it. Maybe not. Hang on. I'm looking through. I've got my actual like extended notes with all the comic information. No, it's Dark Horse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Joel Hodgson is writing it. Ooh. Uh, he's one of multiple writers on it. Um, the setup here, and this is a miniseries. I don't think it says how many issues. Uh Instead of like trying to take a movie and adapt it to comic and do their thing over it, they are using public domain comics <laughs> and doing their thing with comics. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, so that I will make a dark confession. I made a dark confession on the last Minds at Yerk. I will make a dark <laughs> confession here. I have never seen any, any Mystery Science Theater. 3000 well ever. you're bad at movies though I am. so you're bad at movies that are making fun of movies exactly or shows that are making fun of well yeah. yeah but i am good at comics so i am down for this yeah and maybe this will be the gateway to the other thing and maybe then i'll get good at movies <laughs> no no <laughs> i have to learn to sit still long enough to watch a movie yeah. first uh jen yeah How's about that Wickdiv thirteen seventy three Lucifer Lucifer nun Lucifer? fetish? Ooh, Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a nun. Thank you. Um, for real. And she'll be for having real. none of that. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, so this is the last of their like time travel trippy one shots. Yeah. Um, before the final arc. Before the final arc. <laughs> And then it'll be over, and I'm I am so excited and so terrified and so sad. Um, but yeah, it's 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 basically just non Lucifer hearing the confession of a murderer who we all 
happen to know as well. It's an Anki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Lucifer, it got picked up by Netflix. Did you see that? Fuck one? yeah. No! Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Look. I'm so happy. Holy shit. Lucifer a... will get... live for a season four. I'm going to get creepy for a minute. Get to see that good, good Tom Ellis butt now. Yeah, there was an article about, now that you're on Netflix, will there be nudity? I'm like, well, we really wanted to show Tom Ellis's butt in the first season because he has an excellent one. So now we're going to do it. So now we're going to do it. <laughs> I'm so excited. My favorite um, part of the quote that I read was, nothing that would be awkward to watch with my daughter. I'm like, you're going to sit there and stare at Tom Ellis's butt with your daughter. Okay. I don't care who's around. I'll stare at Tom Ellis's butt. Apparently, um, it's very nice. I'm sorry, Tom Ellis. That was so rude. I normally try to do that, that just for comic book characters, but damn boy, he got a butt. Um, it's not it's not a creepy thing with me. No. It's not like a sexual thing. I just like those round curves. It's an aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Go Nightwing. <laughs> Go Nightwing. <laughs> While we're apparently uh, apparently uh, redheaded Wally West gets uh, Harley's seal of approval this week too. Oh snap! Yeah, I gotta see that panel. Can we talk about by the way the Two two digressions. A the running gag and all this prelude to the wedding uh, issues. There was a running sight gag and maybe not all but most of them of little night wings on a stick. Yes. Instead of dick lollipops, they were dick lollipops. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, also, while we're talking like TV type stuff, <laughs> have you two heard the casting for the Watchmen show that HBO is doing? No. no. Uh. Tom Mason, my son. Who, oh, yeah, from uh, Sleepy from Hollow. From Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And Jeremy Irons. <gasps> what? And the speculation. Well, that's two voices that I'm not going to be able to stop listening to. The character no description for Jeremy Irons' character has people speculating that he is maybe playing an old Ozymandias. Interesting. Interesting. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Tom Meissen is oh, yeah. a very good actor. So is Jeremy Irons. I, well, well, I don't think I had to say that. <laughs> Tom Meissen and Jeremy Irons are both going to be on the show, and I'm very excited. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, okay, back to what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I sorry. mean, I'm the one who, who digressed. Yeah. Uh, my heroes have always been junkies. The first, like, I guess at this point, uh, Brubaker has said, you know what, Sean Phillips and I, we can just release these as graphic novels. We don't need to do single issues. For Good this. for them. Nice. So this is like the first new series, I think, that's just straight to graphic novel. Yeah. And it is out in September. Um, Jen. Me. I hear that a certain furry Canadian is returning in September. Yeah. With hot hands. Yeah. yeah. Hot Hot, hot hands. Um, I wasn't looking forward to any of this. I haven't really been enjoying any of this. But literally the only thing it says is, he's back, bub. And it's written by Charles Soule. Yeah. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Really? Every time. Every yeah. time. I'm not excited. And then, oh, but I have to read it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's the return of Wolverine. After 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 reading all the Darth Vader stuff that Charles Soule's been doing lately, it's so good. He's just so good. He's so good. He's just so good. Did you know he's also a practicing immigration attorney? Yeah. 
like the two thousand comics he writes every. Oh, week, so maybe uh, he does maybe Logan can, can become an American. <laughs> His She-Hulk run, like the first arc of it, was about uh, Doctor Doom's son seeking asylum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I want to see. I want to see at some point, like, while he's writing Daredevil, I want to see Marjorie Liu get a She-Hulk run and the two of them do a crossover where each of them is writing the court debate. Yes. Between, yep. Know. Yeah. Need that. Need um, it. Uh, Brian, what do you have next? Do you have another uh, one? I, I do, and this is actually not on your list, so you're going to like this. Um, Franklin Richards, A Fantastic Year, number oh, one. Oh, yeah. No, I saw that. <laughs> it was very cute, cute looking. It, the only reason it's not on my list is it's a reprint of older stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I swear to God, it looks like Calvin and Hobbes with Franklin Richards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Herbie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, we had a lot Kate, of good Herbie this week. Thanks, Kate, Chip. Yeah. Katie Powers <laughs> wants to be his Valentine. <laughs> adorable. Come on! It's adorable. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, hey, Jen. Yeah. Tell me who is guardian guarding the galaxy's ass. <laughs> The Ask Guardians. The Ask Guardians of the Galaxy. I would like to apply, by the way. <laughs> Where... I'm not just a member. I'm the president. Hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if there was ever a case of the fox guarding the hen house. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she's not going to let anything happen to them. No, they will be perfectly safe. Don't worry. And I already told you, it's not a sexual thing. I just like the way they look. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Got a lot of good, good Asgardians. <laughs> Asgardians. <laughs> um, including Frog. Yeah. All right. Yeah, gotta, gotta save the galaxy. I mean. It does have Throg. Nothing really else to tell you other than that. Good, good Asgards. Asgardians. Asga Asgarding, I don't know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Garden that ass. Garden that ass. There you go. Uh, Thanos Legacy number one. So, actually, Asgardians of the Galaxy and Thanos Legacy have one thing in common, mm -hmm. which is that they're both sort of connecting some dots from and moving around inside of Infinity Countdown. Yeah, it's in the Infinity, or after Infinity Wars. Yeah, Infinity Countdown, Infinity Wars. Yeah. All. I think Thanos may be between the two. Mm. Maybe not, though, because I think, I don't know. Um, the they're only, both related to the Infinity. Yeah. The only reason this one yeah. isn't on my list yet is because I haven't read Thanos. A thing you and can I, fix because I believe I that trade is out. I know. I have to do it. I just have yeah. to have time. This is... Uh, this is actually connecting the dots, I think. How did Thanos' journey back from the future lead to yeah. the, okay yeah it's connecting the dots to infinity yeah. War prime from the the thanos yeah That's and i don't want to connect the dots until i have the dots you should get the dots <laughs> you should get the dots get the dots jen i'm gonna get the dots Lord, get the are, dots are you dropping dots <laughs> no brian okay it's not just, that kind of party just making sure what it's does this have to do with party. that halloween candy <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get this one he's so precious <laughs> he is isn't he <laughs> I'm going to Google real quick. <laughs> no. Okay, but let's keep talking. No, I'm just going to Google this one. <laughs> Can I do it live on the air? Well. Dropping uh -oh. dots. Live. Urban <sighs> dictionary. It's nothing. I mean, it's not anything that dipping you couldn't dots. have. Dipping dots? Nope. No. It's not anything oh, no, you couldn't I accidentally typed dripping dots. <laughs> That's the now that might actually be disturbing. Could happen. 
dropping dots. Dripping. It could happen. I'm just saying. I guess technically you do have to drip the dots before you drop them. Yeah. This. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. There you go. I, you that makes sense. You could have figured that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there weren't a whole lot of context clues really in what Brian said about Thanos. <laughs> I don't see that being an issue Thanos has probably ever had. Oh, no, no, no. Mm. But but he is a, he is a, pur- a giant purple dude. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're working from different definitions oh, here. Uh, Probably not. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I get uh, you, Brian. I get you. Thanks. Something, something, soggy Muppet? No. <laughs> no. Nope. It has been so long since I've heard that phrase, and I wish it was longer. <laughs> uh, okay, next. Uh, yeah, we should move on. Uh, Iceman number one. Uh, this is the same writer. I think it's the same team. It's at least the same writer who did the Iceman run that wrapped up recently. Scott Forbes and Nick Bradshaw? No. Oh. Cena Grace and... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Cena Grace and Nathan Stockman. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Nice, nice. It's looking at the wrong. Yeah. Uh, this is more Iceman. I really liked the first run on the series. I'm excited for this, too. There it's you that go. simple. And you get Bishop also. Yes. Yeah. Someone talked to me about the Amazing Spider-Man annual. Okay. Um, it's written by Saladina Med, and I put it on there for oh, that. son of a bitch. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's, See, I faked you out, Brian. You didn't expect me not to take the Saladina Med. I was like, I was like I, I'm not, that's not on my list. It's the tales of now what happened <laughs> when Peter had the symbiote. I'm so excited. But, like, when he would creep into his bedroom and take him over and what they'd do. So oh, creepy. Oh, hey, so yeah, it's a horror. Hey. It's, it's a horror book. Oh baby. Um, and I, I, whoa. Oh my. Oh my. We are bit up. Thwip thwip. Drip drip. Ew. Hurt. No. <laughs> Didn't need the drips. Hurt hurt. Plop Did. plop. No. <laughs> Did not need the drips, Alex. No. Oh, water relief. What's it next? Is. Yeah. Oh right, I'm the one who runs the show. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and, and this is why we don't let Alex do shots. No. <laughs> yes, we do. I mean. We did. Right. <laughs> like, we did. We don't normally let him do shots of absence. Oops. <laughs> uh, that's why he didn't get your purple man joke, because he was just like, oh, no, that's totally normal. I see one right now. <laughs> one eye Why one is horn. that weird? I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> while we were on the subject of Spider-Man, oh. Spider-Geddon, number yeah, zero. Yeah, that stuff starts. Yeah. Uh, and this so, is... This is crazy. Christos Gage, who co-wrote Spider-Geddon, and who did a lot of co-writing with Dan Slott yeah. mm-hmm. over the course of his run. Kind of an unsung hero of that. Uh, writing basically a direct sequel to Spider-Verse. Yeah, except Number Zero is a little bit different. Number Zero is a little different. Number Zero is introducing the Spider-Man from the Amazing Spider-Man PS4 game. Mm-hmm. Yes, which by the way looks one of those fantastic. Oh, so good! I can't wait. It does. I have to say, if they don't have the the comic pages floating in the wind that you have to catch, I'm not. Fa- I'm not doing it. I'm not playing it. That's you know what? You know, you know what it made me think of <laughs> when I saw it? it. Made me think of uh, like a Spider-Man version of Arkham Asylum. Yeah. That's yeah. what it like looks like. Like flowing, fighting. Yeah, style. that's what like, it looks like. But with the locomotion of Infamous because yeah. who's developing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am very, I'm very excited about that. that. Game. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, yeah, it's it's so kind of like the edge of the Spider-Verse follows all of these alternate 
reality Spider-Man. Yeah. This is kind of like that, but they did it as well, kind of a nod because it's to the I was DNA. talking about Spider-Geddon, not Edge of Spider-Geddon, but well, there are I both. understand, but yeah. I'm saying it's that's how this kind of relates yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You have an Edge of Spider-Geddon as well. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 36. The entire reason I put this on my list at first was because of the cute, cute cover. It's adorable. Yeah. I don't know which squirrel it is, but it's got its little paw over its mouth and a little bow on the back. Which one has a bow on the back? Tippy toe. Okay. Then it's tippy toe with her little paw over her mouth. And it's so cute. But then I started reading about it and this entire issue, you can apparently read without having read any squirrel girl. But you're not reading it because there's no dialogue. Yes, this is There's no one. dialogue in the whole thing. And the the solicitation copy for this one's like kinda salty. Like, okay, you think this book is too wordy? Fine. We're gonna do one without any words. Period. Boom. Don't even have to be able to read to read it. Yeah. So it's but it's told all in there's picture. a warning, yeah. It, it, it all it's all in Spanish though, so be be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um <laughs> Don't work. During clearing the backlog. I did a, 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 one of the volumes of of Unbeatable Squirrel Girl entirely in Squirrel. Yeah. Wait, wait, the, like, like Cronk Squirrel? Yes. Squeak, well, squeaker Squeaking? No, like no. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Oh, squirrel. Okay, okay. Different like dialect. Church, Different dialect. Church, church. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> These are New York squirrels, right? Yes. No. Yes? yes. Okay. Yeah. The Google search results that bring people to our website do include C-H-R-R-R-T yeah. as one yeah. of those. Legit. Oh my god. Yeah. It places a little lower than Batman furry <laughs> but higher than Captain America furry. <laughs> Teehee. That might be my son. I, don't... <laughs> I may have put these things into the world. Teehee. We do have an episode called Is Batman a Furry? Yeah. yeah fair enough. And as far as Captain America furry goes he was a werewolf for a while a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, that's actually in the uh, Marvel Superheroes Lego game. So it's... Speaking of Captain America, Teeny Howard is writing the Captain America annual. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I like I like her stuff. She's got Submerged coming up, which I'm super excited for. And Did you also... see who's doing the variant cover for that? Who? Kari Andrews. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, like, four art germ variants for... Fantastic Four. Yes, I saw all of them. And the four Scotty Youngs. <laughs> I just twist that knife yeah, right back yeah. at you, Brian. Yeah, great. You got a book called Fantastic Four that I have to buy eight cover variants. To. At least. <laughs> uh, Domino Annual. Chin. Yeah, this has got a bunch of different writers um, and a bunch of different artists, like a lot of annuals tend to do. Yeah. Uh, and it's talking about Nina's friends and how she formed her posse and her lovers oh my gonna get gonna get low again no 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 we're not no no i mean i have what you're gonna do bring it back up because we gotta finish this come on we can finish it just like this ryan what else you got uh, I think that's about it for me. I got one more. I think I'm all. I think I'm all spent. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. Fearscape wonder not num, wonder none. <laughs> Are you sure you're not having a stroke over there? Frankly, no. <laughs> Do you smell toast? Can you feel your whole face? <laughs> yes. 
Not with your hand. <laughs> does, does the air taste like chocolate? <laughs> Do you smell fudge when there isn't any fudge? Right. Yeah, there you go. That was it. It's fudge. <laughs> Um, You've been in contact with an artifact <laughs> Fearscape number one uh, This is from Vault Comics uh, And this kind of sounds like a dreaming kind of thing too It's another sort of trippy World beyond our own with manifestations of our worst fears With a muse who travels to Earth And discovers a storyteller Who takes them to the Fearscape to battle these monsters Nice uh, The covers that they've shown for it are just gorgeous Awesome. Very, very cool. I'm excited. Good, good books happening. Soon. And then we have a handful of trades that are all things we've talked about before, I think. Oh, yeah. Deathbed. Yeah. Analog. Mm-hmm. Isola. Mm-hmm. Skyward. Yep. Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. Coda. Mm-hmm. And Wasted Space. Mm-hmm. Yep. All coming out in or around September. Yeah. Super, super quick, since we're talking about trades, Jenna did pick up Curse Words number two and uh, Red good. number two this week. Good. So... Awesome. Good. I still need to read it. I grabbed it, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah. The next trade should be soon. Yes, very soon. Yeah. Long box book report. It's the long box book report. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> hey, Brian, what'd you get? Oh, my God. God Did we mention fuck you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> so I got what may be the best book ever. I got Power Girl number 12. You're welcome. It, although I will say it took me five minutes to get past the first page. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. Yeah. Wow, that um, sounds very wordy. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, Lots of really was bouncy balloons, I'm sure. <laughs> I, am, I am now officially naming this the best butt book, long box book we have ever had. Because yeah. uh, damn that Power Girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good book. Several times. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's okay. very cheesecakey. It, it's super cheesecakey. It's not. It's not overly sexual though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like this was incredibly funny. Um, everything from her figuring out an actual official name for her cat. <laughs> to uh, Dr. Savannah being like the most villain that any villain has ever been, like being honest about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It was like, oh shit. Well, there you go. That, and I guess that's, that's probably about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not know this Tara. Like, this is right in my gap of knowledge uh, of the aughts and 2000s and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really like her. She's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I dig her a lot. Um, uh, wait, dig her. Sorry. Oh, oh my. No, not in an oh my way. She's Tara. Tara Foreman. Digging right in. <sighs> oh, my. Uh, but yeah, Sorry there's, to get your like, rocks like, I, There's no question in my mind. I, I will. I will. <laughs> I can't you broke your <laughs> Damn. I will go back and read this whole thing because this good. is really, really good. It may well be. You, you said it right. It may well be the most gen book I've ever <laughs> seen or read in my entire life. Which is impressive because we're both reading Domino. I, you're, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! If you could somehow combine the two of these, that would that would be the most. When we crossover. get when we get the crossover Domino Power Girl by Gail Simone. <gasps> yes, 
with Amanda Connor on art. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. That's the most... I've never needed something so bad. I need it. All right. I don't know what that face Brian's making is, but I need hands <laughs> above the table, please. Gross. Don't be gross. I'll be in my bunk. Oh, <laughs> you ruined it. Swip, swip. No. Swip, nope. Uh, no, this is this is a fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna highly, highly say what. Like, I will, I will be getting and somehow reading and and consuming this Power Girl series because this was enough that I, I definitely want to read this. There's a 12 yeah. issue trade that collects the whole run. They're perfect, and it's right there it. on my shelf. And you I will, are more than and welcome I will, to. And I will get it after the show. Yep. <laughs> we will borrow that, and we'll have that. Um, yeah. So fantastic. I loved it. Good. Oh, right. Here yeah, you go. We, now one of you two. I forgot missed. we have to actually roll the die. Who's one and who's two? Jenna's one. Alex is two. God damn it. Yay. Alex is two. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Speaking of rocks. <laughs> Speaking of getting your rocks off. <laughs> Get your rocks off at. No, don't. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Speaking of rocks. No. <laughs> no. Rocks that was so loud. I'm cutting that. <laughs> no, you're um, not. <laughs> yeah, go check out Rock Hounds and Relics Trading Co. She has the cool. Have I talked about this stuff at all since? It's been a while. Yeah, she has the coolest little like mineral skulls. Like they're carved mineral skulls. I got a couple wait, of wait, them this, for some they're not, friends. They're not, this is not like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. There are some crystal skulls oh. that look very cool, and you should not get them if you like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because then I hate you. <laughs> um, not really. If you like that movie, I don't give a fuck. It's just a movie. Um, and if you want to get a fucking crystal skull because you like that movie, I don't care. Yeah. Just buy the crystal skull. Um, but she has these like jade and jasper ones and she she had one that was bloodstone i'm sorry i bought that for a birthday present so fuck off and if your name um, is elsa you have to go get that. you do you yeah. have yeah, to you get you cannot it. just let it go no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i need a frozen elsa bloodstone weirdness crossover yes I need with a it. giant ice fin feng fu yes weirdness okay yeah but yeah go check out the rocks um She's open Friday, Saturday, definitely, All right. All right. Sunday sometimes, and uh, check her Facebook page for more details if you need to know when she's open. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, Alex. Hey, Brian. What'd you get? Well, I went on a roller coaster as I pulled this out, because at first I saw a black clad person in a cape with a big red X on their face, and I thought... I could have sworn that Red X was just a Teen Titans cartoon thing. And then I looked at the book and realized, yes, it is. This is just called X. It's Dark Horse. And there's a little symbol that's the Justice Scales, the prohibitory sign over it. And uh, I don't necessarily have very high hopes for this. I uh, suspect I'm going to regret this one. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's just flip through. I don't, I don't think so. We'll have to find out mm. next time on Panelology. <laughs> I'll say this for it. If nothing else, it is at least a number one. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. oh, dang. There's a bunch of words, aren't there? Fewer than I expected. Oh, mm -hmm. that's But good. there are lots of muscles. 
Oh, no. Muscles. Muscles. Lots oh, of muscles no. all up in my spinach. <laughs> exactly. But does everyone have, like, real sleeves or not? <laughs> or, they or all both. seem to have sleeves, but they have some spawn capes going on. Oh, God. Okay. That's fine. Spawn capes are fine. Especially if they billow for no reason. Let's let's be real. They're all at, modeled after Doctor Strange. <laughs> Lots of cross hatching. Um, it's gonna be fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 sure it won't kill me. We'll find out next week. Yes. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on your podcatching platform of choice, and if we're not, let us know. We'll try to get there. I feel like you can't say Chase Parker's name in a deep voice, because it's just a a shy... It doesn't work. It just doesn't work, unless he does it. You can visit our website at (laughs) panelologypodcast.com. You can even even visit it after dark. (laughs) Where you can submit questions. If you're going to be at Atlanta Comic Con and want to submit questions to have us read there, do so and just tell us you'll be there. Oh, this is hurting my brain. If you want to support us. No, you can't say these words in that voice. I forbid it. You can. I forbid it. I forbid it. You can support us. Support us with a friend. If you would like to <laughs> rate and send, review us on Apple Podcasts. If you would like podcasts. to send money. <laughs> oh, no. Not in that voice. If you would like to support us fiducially. No. Okay, okay. If you would like to that help us buy so better dirty. equipment and more things that we can <laughs> review. <laughs> you can go to patreon.com. Panelology. Oh. Deleting this entire section and just <laughs> recording my own. Copy paste from a previous episode. Yeah, I will. I'll do it. I'll do that thing. Uh, uh, we will be live at, at Atlanta Comic Con. I already covered that, didn't yes, I? Yes, you did. July yeah, 13th. That's, that's what you get. I didn't say the date before. That will, that will not okay. be after dark. <laughs> That'll be at 4 o'clock, I believe. Is that 4 o'clock or is it 5.30? Maybe that's 5.30. I think that one is 5.30. Look, time's a flat circle. Right. It's called a clock. It's fine. It's fine. Also, if you have listened to this and have decided you need more of Jen and me in your lives. Sorry, Brian. (laughs) Nope. Then you can listen to Minds at Yerk. That's Y-E-E-R-K. Our Adam Morphs Reread podcast that we do with our friends Megan and Tim, who have also been on this show. We just released episode two, covering the second book, and are going to be recording uh, episode three this week. It'll come out next week. It's bi-weekly. You can visit that website at mindsatyork.com or find that on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, and Podbean. We're on Podbean, right? You put us on Podbean? Yes, we're on Podbean. Cool. Uh so do that. If you've been planning to read or reread Animorphs and putting it off, hey, you no longer have an excuse. You got anything else? Nope. Brian? No. <laughs> this has been episode please, 114 please of Please tweet or, or send questions in that say, 
don't talk like that anymore. Don't use your after dark voice. I'm done with it. Oh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Twitter because I have forgotten for two weeks to bring up. I did create on Twitter a poll to ask people whether or not they would read from the book. And by I'm, a margin of seven to one, I'm disappointed. In, people would read from the book. I'm disappointed in every one of you. Do you, know what, do you know what that tells me? That tells me that one out of seven person is me. very knowledgeable <laughs> and intelligent. One out of seven people is one me. Out of eight, uh, one out of eight. Uh, one of, okay, so one out of eight. Well, right, yeah. yeah. Um, then I'm guessing somewhere on the order of three out of those eight are um, really, really bad at movies. So they have no idea <laughs> that they shouldn't do this. And five people out of eight are just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to watch the world burn is what it is. Right, yeah, I mean, fine. That could be. That could well be. Would that be so much worse? <laughs> Well. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. God damn it. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. <sighs>